0: Welcome back to another episode of Tech Talk with Tej. I'm so excited for this episode. The Samsung S22 lineup came out. The best phones of the year, objectively, like, overall balanced. Um, Obviously, we're going to get stuff like the Asus ROG phone and the uh, Legion. I think that those were developed by Lenovo. And, you know, those phones are a beast. Like, those things can pack a punch, but they are gaming phones after all. They're designed to do that. And they're not going to be everyone's daily driver. The Samsung phones are so generic that it's beautiful. Like, anyone can use it. It's powerful. It can be any daily driver. It could also be your phone if you are a gamer and you want, like, professional gaming for a phone. So... Just here to talk about them because it's amazing. And that S22 is kind of just like a souped up version of the S21 lineup, I us say, because they have the, the Ultra, the Plus, and the Regular. Like always. Oh, insane names. Like how Samsung went from the S10 and Note 10 to just S20 and Note 20, which. You know, it was annoying, because S11 and Note 11 would just make sense. It also, like, it didn't sound bad. Like, it'd make sense if it was, like, a gross number, like, S13, or, like, I don't know. That's just weird. That's a mouthful to say, like, oh, I have the S13 Ultra Pro Max, whatever. Yeah, that, so, I'm going to S20. I guess it sort of makes sense now, because now it matches with the year. It's 2022, and now... We get the s22s and no more notes sadly I think so last year I complained about the note going away and being cancelled and yep I'm pretty sure that's the same this year there is no note because they pretty much made the s22 ultra the note phone so let's talk about that so first uh, it has the s pen slot in it Okay, the, the S phone has the S Pen slot in it, and like that, that's the main defining point of the note. That's what makes the note no the S Pen, and they just added all that support to the uh, Ultra. And the Ultra is also boxy and bigger, just like the notes, how are the, the S22 Plus and S22 Still keep the rounded corners, which is more like the s Uh, tile. Like, just look up the picture of the S22 Ultra and just look up any previous Note phone. The Note 10, for example. That's like one of my top phones, I think. It was just a great phone for that year. But yeah, it looks just like it. It, it's literally a note phone with under a different label, which is fine, I guess. But then the question is, what do they release later this year aside from the flip and fold? Unless you know that's their intention to start pushing those those experimental foldy phones, which I'm not against. I'm excited for the fold four and flip four. Like the flip three was not a bad phone, like. I would actually recommend that to people who want who wants a flu I Would recommend that to people who want flip phones. Uh, Why did that sentence take so long to Be verbalized and come out of my mouth Uh, But it did back to the topic at hand so So it has the s pen and it's got a big battery too, like the biggest battery, but I would expect that to be the biggest battery because it's the highest level, but like, it's a massive battery. It's 5,000 milliamps, which is the same as last year. And then you get up to 12 gigs of RAM. It's base price eight, but you can upgrade to 12. And again, up to a terabyte of storage, like, then it's got the Snapdragon 8 Gen 1, which I don't think I talked about that chip, but uh, next Snapdragon chip, that means it's going to be amazing and obviously some models will have the Exynos chip. We will see how that plays out, because Samsung has been really pushing the Exynos chip, bringing it next level, saying it will be next level, but you know, when we test it out, the Snapdragon chip uh, is superior. So, uh, yeah, Uh, so for the US at least, the the US demographic, we we get the good chip, the amazing chip, and then I'm pretty sure it's the Korean phones that get the Exynos and some of the other phones in Asia, while the uh, US and Europe get Snapdragon, I am correct about that. I know for sure that we we get the Snapdragon here in the US, so... That I honestly don't care. No, well I do because is it, like, it's not fair for someone to buy the same phone for the same price and get an inferior chip, but that's a different topic for a different time. Like this is a $1,200 phone to keep that in mind too. Like this is uh, expensive. So you know, it's not entirely fair to spend $1,200 and then get an Exynos chip while uh, your, your friend overseas spends the same amount of money and Gets the Snapdragon chip, which is a lot better and it beats it not only in benchmarks because uh, You know benchmark tests are uh, Good for numbers N- numbers can tell us a lot, but it's not the same as seeing it like like here. We have the 5000 milliamp uh, battery but You know, that's a big battery, but we don't know. What if it's like, management is garbage? What if the the phone just drains through battery super fast? Like, uh, we don't know that, so. uh, Numbers can tell us, numbers give us information, but there's also a matter of seeing, do the numbers match up with the actual experience per se? uh but yeah even from the experience the snapdragon chips are better the numbers say it's better and actually testing it out you know comparing putting the phone side to side see which is which runs better just like in games and high intense uh you know programs Uh, we see the snapdragon prevails and then uh, I mentioned the RAM. Oh, uh, yeah, and the camera. Samsung cameras are always something. They're, they're a spectacle. Uh, but, you know, we have our wide camera, 108 megapixels. Our ultra wide, our uh, telephoto optical zoom. And, yeah. That's it. And,. If you look at the back of it too, the camera layout, it's like similar to the S21, but they got rid of that little lip and that little border in the top right. So it's just the cameras directly in the back of the phone instead of that. Um, I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, there's like this little sheet of metal that came out. So that's great and beautiful. So the, the ultra phone is I love it. everything about it, you know, except the OS, because Samsung OS's are not fun. Um, oh yeah, and for battery management, they have, like, the display, the, the amazing display. Samsung displays are amazing. After all, they are the primary producers of displays. You know, Apple gets their displays from Samsung. Uh, but yeah, they're not using an LTPO, which means... LTPO means it can uh, the refresh rate can adjust anywhere from one hertz to the the highest hertz, which for this phone it is 120 hertz, which is great to see again. It's a it's a big screen, 6.8 inches, and it's they call it the Infinity O Quad HD Plus Dy- Dynamic Omit. Um, AMOLED 2X display which no one knows what that means so to translate it it's HD and AMOLED so and other facts about it it can go up to 120 Hertz but I'm not sure I think it's 4k I think it well, the screen itself is 4k if not 1080p at the very least which is still good but uh yeah don't take my word on the resolution of the screen and but yeah great phone amazing can't wait to see it it's a Note. i'm gonna call it the note 22 i don't care no i'm not i'm gonna call it the s22 ultra because that's what i've been saying this whole time but like yeah there's just sometimes you're resistant to change and uh here you know i don't want to change but it's happening And, yeah, it's just a note. Now the other ones, the inferior phones. The 22, the actual S phones, not inferior, but. And I think this is a good tactic, because people, you know, from previous generations are going to look at the S22 lineup and just get the Ultra, because it's the the best one. Because that's actually a big part of the market, which is odd. Uh, but I mean, people are free to do what they do. They look at the phone lineup they want, Samsung One Plus, Apple, whatever, and then they just get the best one because they can, and it lasts them the longest, which... Uh, you want to go for it. You're the customer, not me, but uh, it doesn't seem like the smartest option. Uh, but the 22 Plus has 4,500 and... The 22 has 3,700 milliamps for the batteries, which is actually less than last year. And last year also had the LTPO display. Oh yeah. um, what I said, the, the S22 lineup doesn't have the LTPO, but the display can still fluctuate between 10 Hertz and 120 Hertz. So still fluctuates to save battery, but uh, it doesn't go all the way down to one Hertz. Uh, yeah so the, the battery is 300 milliamps smaller plus um what is it uh the last year had the ltpo uh then still the snapdragon 8 gen 1 chip which love to see and then uh both of them have the same camera but like mm-hmm, that their camera is inferior to the ultra camera uh, and you know just smaller screen 6.6 inches for the 22 plus and the uh, 6.1 inch for the 22 so that is kind of it you know the the back to the ultra it's a $1200 phone like it's a great phone Samsung phones are always good they don't disappoint But that's the thing they're very boring and generic which is why they're good options to get because uh, you can't go wrong with them. Objectively speaking, you can't go wrong. Yes, we are going to get so many more interesting phones this year. I really hope so. You know, the folds and the flips, which uh, are the experimental phones. Uh, And that's just from Samsung. And then we'll see what the um other companies give us as well but on that note huh no pun intended no it wasn't uh twelve hundred dollars for the price i'll take it you know especially since this is samsung's primary flagship you know it's not ideal especially since the s21 ultra which is Pretty much the same thing to be honest. Like the like the S21 Ultra has S Pen support. It doesn't have the the slot and it doesn't want to really, really charge the S22 or the, the S Pen like the S22 Ultra, but it has support for it. The you know almost everything's the same, the screen size is the same. Um, and it has the same battery similar cameras and the s22 ultra is $500 which is undercutting 50% of the price okay it's actually five hundred seventy-five so yeah it's it's about 50 percent of the price it it does undercut the the price a bit Uh, undercut 50% which for almost the same phone, I think it's great. And that's the problem with Samsung about you know price retention, but that's, actually most Android sellers, but that's a different topic for a different time. So honestly, if you're looking for a good phone, I'd consider the S21 Ultra for under 50% of the price or the 22 Ultra is more no like and actually has the S Pen inside. So wait one more year when the S22 Ultra just, uh, its price plummets. And, uh, if the S23 isn't like anything amazing or phenomenal and if it's just like a little minor upgrade, then, uh, go for it. Like, this is not the phone to get if you have the S21 Ultra or anything in the S21 lineup but this is good for those with the older generations as most phones are you know you're not going to get a 13 if you had the 12 in terms of iphone and so on and so forth you're you're not especially just like even in cars we see that all the time you're not going to get a new car immediately next year because it's not that different it's minor improvements it's for the people that have already owned an older product for several years but yes It's $1,200 base price, remember, But you know, you upgrade that RAM, that storage, it can be up to $1,500, but a phone's an investment, so, well, you take it, you know, it's your daily driver for the next few years of your life, it's kind of going to be in charge of your life, like, uh, everything you do will be out of, uh, that phone, like, if your phone goes bad and then a lot of things go bad in your life presuming you know you have some you're not a farmer somewhere or something like you have a job which requires email and com- communication and the ability to have access to the internet so uh that's a, it's a pricey phone but it's an investment and this phone is great it can last you probably five years like if you push it you know it'll last you probably four years like well unless or remember it's only in pre-order so unless something really goes wrong um when the actual product starts rolling out like we get the note 7 or something again which i don't think will ever happen because that was awful for Samsung but uh, what am I saying I've lost my train of thought yeah uh, get it if you want essentially well that that's how it goes for any product get it if you want and you can afford it otherwise uh, that is that it's an exciting phone for me the nerd but it's a very generic it's every other person on this planet which is how it should be you know you don't want every single phone to be all flashy and cool and gimmicks and stuff you know you just need a phone that works and that does stuff well and samsung just doesn't disappoint in that department of making a generic good phone except with the os i'm just uh, i don't like samsung os the the bloatware with samsung apps plus microsoft as well like mm, it's annoying but i will get into that later at a different episode until then i will catch you on the next one goodbye